Glory to God. Praise the name of Jesus. Praise the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. God, we thank you. We give you all the glory and the honor. We exalt your holy name. You are worthy. You are worthy. You are worthy of our praise. You are worthy. You are worthy. You are worthy. All glory belongs to you. You are our risen Savior. You are King of kings and Lord of lords. You are a holy God. Lord, we thank you for your presence. We thank you for inviting us into your presence. We thank you for your Holy Spirit that has stirred our hearts in worship and praise unto your mighty name. And so, Lord God, we thank you. We thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus, for your presence. Thank you, oh God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. My heart is stirred up. I know your heart is stirred up. Praise God for his presence. Praise God for the power of his presence. The power to stir our hearts up in such a way when we may not know, understand, or kind of fully grasp what's going on for those that are just visiting, but this is the presence of Jesus Christ. This is the presence and the power of Jesus Christ. And I want to make sure before we leave tonight that everyone understands what a powerful name it is, Jesus. What a powerful name it is, Jesus. If I were to give this message a title, that's it. What a powerful name it is. And each and every one of you have been invited to call on that great name, Jesus. Jesus said himself in John chapter 12, if I be lifted up, I will draw all men unto me. Let me go ahead and add that Jesus said, if I be lifted up, I will draw all men and women unto me. And he was speaking about his death on the cross. He was speaking about the power of salvation. He was speaking about this incredible truth that if you would put your faith in Jesus Christ and receive him as Lord and Savior, the one who went to the cross, your life will be forever changed. Now I'm speaking to people here who may not understand what all of this praise and hallelujah and glory to God and amen, but all that we do for his glory is because Jesus showed up 2,000 years ago, died on a cross and set us free from the bondage of sin. And so when we say the name Jesus, we say it because we acknowledge in faith that God has given us a power and God has liberated us and set us free. When we say the name Jesus, we say it knowing that our God changes things, knowing that God delivers, knowing that God sets the captives free. I cringe at times when I walk our streets here and I hear somebody say the name Jesus without knowing the power of Jesus. I cringe. And at times, I will even stop people when they say the name Jesus, and I'll go, bro, do you know the power that's behind that name? I'm so glad you said it, but what I really want you to know is what he's done for you that would allow you to continue to say his name in the appropriate way. Jesus said, if I be lifted up, Jesus changes things. 
if there's anyone here tonight who's been hoping, waiting, and believing in faith for a change, when you call on the name Jesus, something happens in a supernatural way. We do not loosely toss around his name. For every person who believes in faith, when you say the name of Jesus, expect something extraordinary to happen. When you say the name of Jesus, expect something supernatural to happen. You associate the name Jesus with the supernatural. Never speak the name of Jesus based upon your own emotions or based upon your feelings or based upon simply just feeling some kind of way in aggravation or frustration. But when you say the name Jesus, say the name in faith, knowing that God gave us his only son who went to the cross, defeated sin and death, washed us clean in his blood. And so now when I go forward, I expect that when I call on the name Jesus, something supernatural is going to happen. That is the power of the cross. It's the power of his blood that was poured out for you and I. It's the power of Jesus Christ that heals the brokenhearted. It's the power of Jesus that sets the captives free from addiction, free from depression. There's power in the name of Jesus in the midnight hour when you're contemplating doing something that you shouldn't do tonight. There is power if you believe in faith. Jesus, I need you to help me right now. Jesus, I need you to stand in the way of darkness. Jesus, I need you to stand in the way of every demonic spirit that constantly attempts to torment me. But if you're going to fight the good fight, it has to be a fight in faith, knowing that you can call on the name of Jesus and he's going to show up on time. Call on the name Jesus tonight. You walk out these doors, you continue to call on the name Jesus. All men and all women will be drawn to the power of Jesus Christ. If you would just surrender and believe in faith, watch what God do. He will do something supernatural. He will do something extraordinary. I have learned in my years that there is weight and power to the name of Jesus. And here's what happens for every person who believes in faith. It becomes a stirring in your own heart. The reason why it becomes a stirring in your own heart, because when you receive Jesus, he gives you his spirit. So when you call out on the name of Jesus, you're not calling out on somebody who is distant somewhere way up in the clouds. What you're actually doing is stirring up the spirit of God that dwells inside of you. Because greater is he that lives inside of you than he that is in the world. And the same spirit that raised Jesus Christ up from the grave is the same spirit that lives inside of you. So when you call on the name Jesus, get ready for something supernatural because it's going to begin right here by the power of his spirit. And when you call on the name Jesus, get ready to bear witness of that power in your neighborhood, in your home, in your school, on your job, in the community. The power of the gospel, the power of his good news, the power of his love, the power of his grace. Most of you know I used to travel with Nikki Cruz, and we would do street outreaches all throughout this country and overseas, and we would go to the most crime-infested, the most gang-infested, the most drug-infested communities. And I remember one time in the city of Rochester, we had already set up and 
We'd already did two outreaches in the evening. These pop-up concerts with some incredible young people that loved Jesus and would call on the name of Jesus, and we would see people get saved. But the team, the leadership, and Nikki Cruz, they wanted to do one more spot. It was already 9, 9.30. It was late. We were tired. We were exhausted. But we began to pray, and we realized that there was somebody else this night that needed to hear the power of Jesus Christ to change a life. In the flesh, we wanted to go home, hungry. And some of y'all know how I feel about food. I'm not going to go down my list of favorites tonight. I'm going to focus on the name of Jesus. But I remember we went back and forth trying to figure out whether we should just go back to where we were staying or whether we should continue to move about in the city. So we decided the work wasn't done. We decided that as we draw closer to the midnight hour, there are more people that actually need to hear the name of Jesus. And so we begin to move about, and in the city of Rochester, it ain't like our city, the city that never sleeps. People go into their buildings. But we believed in faith that God was going to do something on the street, and so it was my responsibility to find a place where we would set up again. So I remember driving around and around. We had two 15-passenger vans, one for our sound equipment, the other one for the team. A few cars that were trailing that were a part of the local ministry team. And I asked God, God, show me where to go. And we began to circle around. God, show it to me. And then we came up to a high school parking lot. And there was a few kids in the dark playing basketball. And the Holy Spirit spoke and said, this is it. And I said, God, I don't see people. And the Holy Spirit said, this is it. Pull over, get into that parking lot and set up. I said, God, I don't see people. And the Lord reminded me that if he be lifted up, he would draw all men and women unto him. God doesn't need an audience. God just needs a willing soul who's able to call in the name of Jesus in faith and watch the ripple effect of the power of his name turn a city upside down. I'm telling you, we have got to be faith walkers when we go out of here tonight. Somebody's got to call in the name of Jesus. So we pulled up into that parking lot. We got out, and everybody's kind of looking at me like, I don't know, Dave, I'm not sure if this is a spot. I don't really see too many young people. And I said, we're setting up here. Set up all the speakers. Set up the subwoofers. Set up the tea lights so that we have a little light going on. I need everybody who's on our street team, begin to knock on some doors, walk around, alert some people, let them know that there's going to be good news tonight in the city of Rochester. So we set up. Sure enough, as the music began to play, we began to share a few testimonies in between songs, but there began to develop a small crowd, 20, 30, 40, maybe 50 people that night, but that's not very, not nearly as important as what happened next. After about three songs, the Holy Spirit alerted me and said, you're done now. Share the gospel. Five minutes. Oh, Lord God, but we're just getting revved up. And the Holy Spirit prompted me again. You're done. It's all about me and for my glory. And it's about my name being lifted up. Share the gospel. Yes, sir. So I brought the music to a close and I stepped out in front of about 50 people. I said, I just want to let you know before you go home tonight, Jesus loves you. Jesus cares. And just as I was saying that, there was about six or seven girls that made their way to the back of the crowd. A motley, rough group of girls. They were fidgety, antsy, looking around. I didn't know what they were all about, but I continued to share the name of Jesus Christ. And I said, for everybody who's here, if you could give me your attention, I want you to know that Jesus loves you. 
I want you to know that he has not forgotten you. I want you to know that Jesus went to a cross and died for you. I want you to know if you receive him as Lord and Savior, he'll turn your life upside down, right side up, and you will walk with him and be a new person for the glory of our Savior, Jesus. And I said, if you're wounded, if you're hurting, if you have faced rejection and you're broken inside, Jesus has the power to mend every broken piece. I'd like to pray with you. I'd like to invite anyone who would like to receive Jesus as Lord and Savior and know the power that he gives you. Would you come forward? And the moment I said that, within five minutes, these six or seven girls started making their way through the crowd to the front. And then as I'm standing there, they're standing right in front of me and they're weeping and crying. And others came forward to receive Jesus and our team gathered around them, laid hands on them and began to pray. And one of the team leaders brought me over to the girls and said, Dave, you got to hear this. I said, well, what's happening? She said, go ahead, tell them. And one of the girls looked at me with tears in her eyes and said, we came late, but actually we came on time because this was supposed to be the night we were going to fight another rival gang of girls. This was our spot to fight. When we showed up, they weren't here, but you were here talking about Jesus. They were supposed to be here tonight, right in this parking lot, but you all were here talking about Jesus and you told us to come forward. We don't really understand everything, but here we are. We want this Jesus. We want this healing. We want this power. And we laid hands on those girls and we pleaded the blood of Jesus that would wash and cleanse them. And we plugged them into a local church in that community. And that's what the name of Jesus will do. If we trust him and put our faith in him, he will draw all men and women unto him. And I'm going to challenge you and charge you to call on the name of Jesus in such a way that you've never called on him before. And I'm speaking to every believer. I'm speaking to every person who may not be a believer tonight, but I am confident in the power of the Holy Spirit that the name of Jesus is going to come off of your lips. And if you put your faith in him, watch what's going to happen tonight. You are going to be set free. Every addiction broken in the name of Jesus. Someone goes home tonight always struggling with depression, but you are going to call on the name of Jesus and depression will come to its end tonight because I believe that and God has the power to do that. God has the power to do what medicine can't do. I'm not saying for you not to take your medicine. I'm just telling you that Jesus has a greater power than what medicine can do. You hear what I'm saying? Tonight, may it be the end of your routine to simply just go to church. But you have been invited to have a relationship with Jesus Christ. Tonight, May it be the end of a life just simply raised up in church. But you have been invited to have a relationship with Jesus Christ.
scripture says that we've all been invited to cry out, Abba, Father. And we have been adopted into the kingdom of God that we might be known as sons and daughters. And that way has been made possible through Jesus Christ and the finished work of the cross. When his hands were nailed to the cross, when his feet were nailed to the cross, when the crown of thorns were pressed on his head, every lash across his back, every fist that punched him in the face until he was unrecognizable. He went through it all because he loves you. He went through it all because he cares for you. He went through it all because he wants to save you tonight. He went through it, through it all because he wants you to live. And so he died on the cross. He died so that you could live. But the grave couldn't hold him. You see, when he went to the cross, 100% man, 100% God. And when he said, it is finished, your sin and death were defeated in that moment. When he cried out, it is finished. Three days go by and then some of y'all know the story. The big old stone that they put in front of his grave couldn't hold them. The stone rolled away. The ground shook. The soldiers that were keeping watch passed out when they saw a few angels hanging around as they escorted the Savior out of the grave. Death and sin has no power over you and I who commit our lives to that great name Jesus, what a powerful name it is. I don't know what's going on, but Jesus knows. I don't know what you're facing tomorrow, but Jesus knows. I don't know who has rejected you tonight, but Jesus knows. I don't know the past that you're trying to run from, but Jesus knows. And I'm going to invite you to call on the name of Jesus, the one who finished it all on the cross, the one who invites you to know him as Lord and Savior, that great name. Your prayer life is going to change tonight because I believe in faith that you have a greater understanding after tonight what that name Jesus means to you when you step out and call on his name. So I'm going to invite you to lay it all down right up here. And you're going to call on the name of Jesus. We're going to call on the name of Jesus together. Would you take a bold step with me? If I've been speaking to you tonight, I want you to come forward. I want you to come forward and lay it down. Whatever has been the mess, whatever has been the stronghold, whatever has been the struggle, whatever fear it is. And we're going to gather here together up front and we're going to call on the name of Jesus. Don't be ashamed tonight. You just come right now, even as I'm talking, make your way out. You might be like, ah, I don't know if this really is for me. Oh, I can take this from where I'm at right now. But let's make a deliberate stance together. Let's stand and face the enemy and let's call on the name of Jesus because enough is enough tonight. Let's watch God break addiction. Let's watch God bring it into depression. Let's watch God bring it into that spirit of confusion. 
a spirit of confusion that brings you into church sometimes, but keeps you running right back out into this world. But enough is enough. In the name of Jesus, God, we commit our lives to you. We say yes to you. We submit, Lord God, and we surrender. Jesus, come in. Take residence in my heart. Take up residence in my heart. Come in. Somebody still is just like, ah, a little much. Would you rather walk out of here with your little much of trouble and mess? Or maybe would you rather walk out of here with much of Jesus who's able to clean up your little mess? Because that's how God sees your situation. Some of you are looking at me going, if you only knew the big mess that I'm in. There's no big mess with God. In comparison to Jesus, it's a little mess. You want to know why your mess is a little mess when we think about the power and the light of Jesus Christ? Because 2,000 years ago, he went to a cross and my sin, your sin, your sin, and your sin, and your mess, and my mess, he wrapped himself in the mess of the entire world. I mean, it's hard for me sometimes to process that, especially in light of sometimes me wanting to sometimes hold back and just assume this little bit of stuff that I've gotten myself into, God can't clean that up. Yes, he can. Because he already took it to the cross 2,000 years ago. So why are you still trying to take hold of what God already handled? So let them clean up. Let them clean up. In the name of Jesus. You repeat this prayer with me. In the name of Jesus, I surrender my life to you. I believe that you died on the cross for all of my sins. Forgive me, Jesus for trying to clean up what I can't clean. I trust you now with my life. Make me a new person. I believe you rose again on the third day. And I invite your spirit to dwell inside of me and give me resurrection life. My faith is in you, Jesus. I believe your name has power, healing power, delivering power, restoring power, resurrection power. In your name, Jesus, in your name, Jesus, I pray this now. Hallelujah.